just in, scientists discover that Canadian bacon is actually ordinary ham. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson's Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Happy weekend, everyone. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Together, we are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour. And of course, we are ably assisted, as always, by tall guy Nathan at the board. Nathan, how are you today, sir? Good morning, Gary and Suzanne. And boy, bacon, ham, Canadian bacon? That's a good question. What the heck is it? Well, these are one of these international cross-cultural issues that we hope to resolve this hour because couldn't we all use a little more world peace? And we're going to do that by talking to a lady who actually had the incredible temerity to reach out and say, hey, I want to be on your show. And what do you have for references? And she told us about her life coaching experience and a rich personal background, in addition to which she is good friends with a friend of our show, Adam Sheck. And I said, well, come on down. That sounds fantastic. And so for the first time, we're going to talk to a lady named Lise Lansu. That's L-I-S-E, Lise Lansu. And we're going to get into various and sundry questions about what it is to make your way in this world. And what are the sorts of issues that might prompt someone to seek the assistance of a life coach? A Canadian life coach. Eh? That's right. And we are totally in favor of that. Uh, When you need the help, you need the help. And it is fascinating to me, Suzanne, that when people go for specialized help, it's important to know what are you getting A for your money, but also are you going to move toward your goals, even if one of them is to better define your goals? Good question. Let us welcome for her debut on Manson Mitchell, Lise Lansu. Glad to have you here today, Lise. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Or should I say I pushed my way on the door? <laughs> I, I love a lady that takes initiative. As a matter of fact, there if people want to know where you're coming from, you have many sayings by which you live, that you help order your life and appreciate life accordingly. I went to your Facebook homepage, and behind your lovely picture, it says, don't ever save anything for a special occasion. Being alive is the special occasion. Yes. I think that's just a terrific philosophy of life, Lise. Yes, it absolutely is. And, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of people get tied up in, in just the habit of living. And what I like to try to do is constantly be reminding people that this is the moment of our life right here, right now. And that every moment is the gift, really, in truth. It definitely is. And we're going to have so much to say and to ask you about as we move forward. As a little bit of a gag, we have our drops, which is what they call the uh, the little bit before the start of the show. And Suzanne picks those most Saturdays. This idea of Canadian bacon. Nathan was talking to us as we were getting ready to set up shop here today. And he wondered, what is the distinction? What are we talking about? And I said to him, I read the Canadian bacon is bacon, and maybe it has more to do with the shape into which it's cut, but I don't know. We need someone with a definitive word. What is Canadian bacon? You just add syrup to it, maple syrup from Quebec. That's, I'm from Quebec, and that's what we do. It, it basically has a, a flavor of, of a maple. It really does. That, so we win. 
we just absolutely win. Everything's better with maple syrup. Yeah, <laughs> everything maple from from the flag on down. I understand also that you are a hockey fan, as am I. Oh, and that yes. uh, our two teams are in the final four. I know, and you know that's another Canadian, definitely Canadian thing. My house from Montreal, my hometown. Um, you know, everyone kept saying, "Oh no, no, they were going to get kicked out." The Leafs, and you know, you got to give the Leaf fans. You know, they're the most loyal on the planet. They've been waiting how long, Suzanne, to, to I, get a cup? I don't know, years, long I time. <laughs> I think they won the uh, Stanley Cup last in 1967. I think it was. I think it was. Well, so, that was an yes. important year, at least 1967. I, I mean, yes, yes, I birth born. year. Yes, that, and so that's what happened. I, I was born and I knocked the Leafs out for good. I'm a house fan. And, and <laughs> what about you, Gary? What's your team? Well, oh, wow. I'm on tenterhooks now because I live an hour <laughs> south of where the Tampa Bay Lightning play. But yes. I also am uh, attached by affiliation to the Mitchell clan. I'm okay. a man, Suzanne's a Mitchell, and they are from Chicago. So oh, okay. I can tell you that the, the greatest hockey experience that Suzanne and I had was yes. when we went to game one back in 2015 game one of the stanley cup final between the chicago nice. blackhawks and yes. the tampa bay lightning and you wouldn't believe the number of blackhawks jerseys that were in the arena because that's how it goes in nhl hockey people Absolutely. have lifetime affiliations you're yes. one of them and so uh when we were there i remember uh, talking to uh, a lady who was from highland park illinois near chicago there and I, she wanted to know uh, who I was rooting for because I was dressed neutrally. And I said, "Really, I'm, I'm not wearing either jersey because I look at it this way. I love the Blackhawks. Yes. I'm attached to a family here. They're they're all big Blackhawks fans, and if they win, that's fine by me. I enjoy <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks. But if the Tampa Bay Lightning were to win and yes. bring the Stanley Cup back to Florida, what am I going to gripe about? That's a hey. regional team, so I really can't lose." And That's we right. watched that game, which the Blackhawks won, and they went on to win the Stanley <laughs> Cup that year. But now we're talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I feel some affection for them because they not only are the reigning champions, they're in a very good position, unless the Habs have something to say about it, to win back-to-back -back cups. Montreal used to win back-to-back-to-back, -back -back, you know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Enough about hockey. I took care of yeah. two issues already. Know, Before the break, I've taken care of Canadian In bacon. Yes. I've taken care of hockey. All right. I mean, there's not much else. I'm telling you, if you ask a Canadian, <laughs> that's the way. I have one more. Lisa, okay. I have one more for you. And people Absolutely. who wish to travel, as and those restrictions are dissolving, ladies and gentlemen, before too long, and maybe sooner than you think, we'll be able to cross the border into Canada, uh, yes. north of the border. That's been under intense discussion for a while now. So it may come to the point where let's say you're uh, you're going up to bc well that's a that's one kind of wonderful experience i have gone past the peace arch and experienced vancouver i've gone to victoria british Beautiful. columbia is a gorgeous yes part it of the is world. i lived there for a little bit love it yes oh absolutely wonderful british columbia absolutely yeah. You live just north of Detroit in, or yes. actually, I think they say it's almost like south of Detroit, the way you dip down, you cross <laughs> over the Ambassador Bridge to get down to Windsor, Ontario. Yes. Where Suzanne Absolutely. and I also have been. 
Uh, we yes. did our, we did our, we did right by you Canadians. We made some purchases at the duty free store. So, All I mean, right. you know, that's it for the sake of international friendship. You gave us your U.S. money. Good for yes. You. And I bring up Windsor because you live there, but also yes. because recently, and I mean, within the last month, I was on Twitter and somebody asked if you could be any place. This is, you know, this is before you and I ever contacted each other. Yes. This person on Twitter asked if you could be any place you wanted to live on earth right now, where would you go? Right. And my answer was Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Woo! I put that there. Well, oh. you wouldn't believe the people who were who were pretty much laughing at me online going, why so, would you pick Windsor of all places that. you could go to right. Windsor? And right. I said, I would go to Windsor because I can go back and forth between my home country, the USA, yes. and enter Canada by means of Windsor, which right. seems to me like a perfectly lovely city with access to water, to all of Canada. And yeah, I think they probably is. are pretty hip to the pop culture. And one yes. person wrote back, oh, I get where you're coming from. But a lot of us look at Windsor as just too much like the USA. Yeah, we are. We're very much, except for definitely much friendlier sorry <laughs> see i have to put in story. the people of detroit <laughs> <laughs> no you know the big joke right canadians are forever saying sorry you know always sorry we'll, we'll say we're friendlier than americans sorry yeah we always have to apologize after actually most of my family as you we spoke about are actually in florida as well and american now so and then i have American family in Tennessee and, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with Americans and you are friendly. Definitely. Was your family just looking to get out of the cold lease? Yes, they were. Absolutely. Yeah. Somewhere you moved from Chicago. And yes. Came, yes, exactly. Yeah. Get out yes. Of the cold. That's what happens. Chicagoans get tired of the winters, tired of the winters, the snow, it's in, you know, below zero wind chill factor enough already. And so if they have to wait to retire down here to Florida, most often, it seems they will yes. do that. But even before then, people will go job. Florida's got lots of jobs, good job yes. market here. And they yes. will take advantage there in order to avail themselves of all the sunshine and recreational opportunities and the beaches that yes. Florida has to offer. As yes. a matter of fact, one thing to get to know about you before we move into this life coaching business, <laughs> before, we, before we get into that stuff, yes. you will be pleased to know. Now, Lise Lansu is considered pretty much of a scratch golfer. Oh, she loves yeah. her some golf. Wow, this will I be do. of interest to the Mitchell clan, Suzanne. Yes, okay. very interested. My brother is a professional golfer. PGA wow. teaching pro. Yeah. What's his name? Raymond, Raymond Mitchell. Okay, and yep. where does where is he living? He's in the Chicago area. Beautiful. Is he single? No. <laughs> oh no. wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a teaching pro at a couple of country clubs, and when we would visit him when he was single, there about what a decade ago or so, we would go there, and I don't know if Suzanne noticed so much. She was looking for bargains and bogos and all that good stuff. Nice. because she's an expert shopper there yeah. and i'm just walking around shooting the breeze with ray he was stopped three or four times every time we go to a grocery store by the local women who knew of his professional 
caliber right. and yeah. knew what a good guy he was and a teaching pro PGA credentialed and all that. He could barely get to the checkout stand because he was besieged by these single women who thought, what do you know? Maybe they'd like to meet up with him on the 19th green. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, no. I mean, that's that's my first question as a single woman is, do you golf? And then do you like hockey? And if there they you go. And if not, scratch them. <laughs> Next. They're, they're off the list. When you it's went to high school, when you go to high school in Canada, yes. is it considered just high school? That's yes. what they call it there? Okay. Yes. There, when you go to, to high school there, and uh, male or female, I just have to ask you, don't you eventually wind up being involved, whether in class or extracurricularly, in something called curling? <laughs> Do you want to know? I think I'm one of the only French Canadian women who have yet to, to to even attempt curling, and it's on my limit list. And I, and I'm I still haven't done it. But oh yeah, curling is huge right here in Windsor. There's a curling club. It's up actually in Tecumseh, and uh, just like the next neighborhood away from us, beautiful place. And um, it it is like quite the you know important sport in Canada yeah but oh, yeah. I've never done it and I figure I'll, I'll probably you know fall on my butt a couple times but I'll get the hang of it I've been sweeping since I was a kid <laughs> there you go I think you right. build up your forearms you look like Popeye well you, that broom right right yeah. absolutely absolutely people and the people that move the stone Yes. I mean, it's, and they do it with this surgical precision and with an intentness that I, I see like a guy swinging the bat in baseball or a pitcher or the football player running for the end zone. They take it so seriously, especially when you're watching it during the Olympics. Absolutely. And, you know, leave it to Canadians that, you know, they they decide to run around on ice. (laughs) So there we go. Yeah. That that would (laughs) This is good stuff. Now you're making me, I'm really itching to get up to Canada again. I can't wait. Oh, yes, please come. I'd love to invite you guys down and show you how actually Windsor is a fabulous place. Fabulous place. I dare anybody to come. And and especially it's Windsor, Essex. And then we get into, you know, all the other towns surrounding us. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Great golf courses. (laughs) Not to mention that I had the best Reuben sandwich, which is a Southern American, I don't mean South America, in America, in our South, a Reuben sandwich is on every menu. You can't, I, you can probably find it at a Mexican restaurant or they'd find the equivalent. Yes. Reuben sandwiches with the sauerkraut, the corned beef, or you can have turkey. Best Reuben sandwich I ever had. It wasn't in America. It was at a restaurant called the Church Key in London, Ontario. Oh, yes. London, Ontario has some fabulous restaurants as well. Yeah, uh, fabulous restaurants. Yeah. We discovered that. It, it yeah, is yeah. wonderful. So um, after this travel log, our listeners are going, what the, what are, I'll tell you what I'm getting at here. And it's why we want to talk to Lise today. People have aspirations. Yes. I've just offered, hey, let's go to a Stanley Cup final game. Hey, how about we golf every day? Let's yes. go to Florida, whether it's for a day or a lifetime. All of these things are aspirations. Yes. We have our dreams. We have our bucket list. And I think that's where a lady like you comes in, Lise, because a lot of people feel a stuckness and yes. have been more or less hibernating for much of the last year and a half. Absolutely. 
champing at the bit, wanting to get out. And once they're out, okay, the restrictions are lifted. Now what do I do? That's right. That's right. Well, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, I'm a positive Nelly. always have been. You know, they, they always call me a firefly because I sort of buzz around. And when people are sort of in darkness, what I call her, like you say, sitting around and not motivated or so on, I kind of come along and go zip and blast people back into reality. And, and so with that being said, COVID um, for a lot of people, and it was terrible, and I'm not trying to take it away, you know, for people who lost loved ones or people who are sick. My brother actually got it, some family members. Um, it, it was not a pleasant thing. Um, but a lot of things, in my opinion, um, a lot of good things came out. I think people had to actually get real. Um, so everybody had their own challenges. Single people, of course, you know, I have two beautiful huskies, my special case. So at least I, you know, have someone to talk to and huskies talk all the time. So we had conversation, but it was difficult for single people, but it was equally as difficult for um, my, my couple clients because, you know, it, as much as they love their spouse, as much as they, you know, they all of a sudden were stuck together nonstop. And um, that caused a lot of chaos, but it also, for a lot of couples, it, it brought them closer again. Because I think for a lot of people, as they go about their daily life, um, it, you know, it's natural to, to take someone for granted. So COVID actually, if, if people turn it in the positive, they, you know, you have time for self-reflection, I would hope, not just, there's only so many Netflix you can watch, I think. I went through half of them. <laughs> um, but you, you know, if, if you really look at it, it was a pause for yourself as an individual. And that's, that's the number one thing I, I do. If there's conflict in any relationship, it's usually because one or two individuals, and it's usually two, because mirror, mirror, there you are. Um, but usually it's you've forgotten to love yourself somewhere along the line. And it's really about getting yourself, um, what do I really want now? Now that we're back open, right? And I think for everybody, if they're honest, COVID changed people as individuals. Would you guys agree? Did it affect you? I would you? agree from the friends and relatives that I have spoken to. And even now, as we're coming out of our isolation, um, I like this idea of forgetting to love ourselves because I do see both friends and relatives who are getting clearer on yes. what it is that they want yes. and what it is that they don't want. That's the key too. And I think when you're talking about the good things from COVID, you know, as you're right, far more bad than good, but you know, yes. what are those little golden nuggets? And I do see where people are getting more real and saying, um, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and stating it out loud. Yes. And, and so they are moving their lives in the direction right. of what it is that they want instead of just being on what I call that little gerbil wheel. Absolutely. Same thing every day. That's yeah. exactly. And, and, and I think the, the key question, at least that I, I asked my um, 
clients to answer right off the, the tip is, you know, not so much who are you, because that's ever expanding and growing or should be, but why are you doing the things you do every day? Why are you having the relationships that you're having every day? Why are you in the career or your job? Why, why, why? I think once we get the why answered, the rest will come. Like you, you said earlier, Gary, it's like, you know, what do we do now? Um, it's sort of like everyone's always jumping ahead of, it's first settle yourself in self-love, then ask you, look around your life because you've created your life. We create our life. Every choice we make. We like to blame it on other people when it doesn't go right. <laughs> but we, we do. We ultimately create our lives. You were going to say something, Susan? I, well, I was going to say, you know, I agree with what you're saying, because in any time that there is a conflict or we're not happy about how things are, mm -hmm. I think it's the natural human tendency to look outside of ourselves yes. and, and, and say there's something wrong with this situation. There's something wrong with my partner. Yes. And, and so that's generally where people come from. And, mm -hmm. and I would hope that during this time of self-reflection, people are saying, what do I need to do to change? Yes. How, how do I need to change my perspective? What do I need to do to, you know, be happier without asking the other person to make them happy? You make there them we happy. Go. Yeah. There you go. And, and, and I'm seeing that. I'm seeing yeah. that those questions that you are asking your clients I am seeing people that I know asking themselves. So your question is, is just, you know, like the bullseye of the target. Yes. And, uh, and I like that. And so and what are kind of responses are you getting now? Have they changed from a year ago? Yeah. So with the, with all that, what's going on too is, so first of all, because everyone's been in isolation, like they have had the time to really, really truly ask it but mean it like you're saying but here's the other part of it so once i get them to to review that in their life then the other thing because as you said i heard you say um through this that you know it's just human nature um what i like to do you know i have a saying see things differently and it's actually upside down on my uh, facebook page um, it's very important. So what I say instead, Suzanne, is we have, as human beings, got into bad habits. Okay, so it's it's a bad habit to continuously say, oh, that's just our human nature. That's a bad habit. And what we say is, you know, so what we think is what we say and what we say is what we feel and then what we feel, feel is what we do. So if we have this thought of, well, that's just human nature, or this is just how men are, or this is just how women are, or this is just how relationships go. Like how often do you hear people say, oh, look at them, they're in love. They're just newly together. You know, oh, we were like that in, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. You see, once you, actually put in your thought that's your belief system and if you believe that you will have boring relationships 
okay? Whereas if you believe that you can stay in love, like, you know, you were when you first met, that freshness, that wonderfulness, you will. But we've gone into bad habits. Does that make sense? Yeah, rutted thinking. Yeah, bad habits, rutted thinking, thinking the same thing all the time. Some experts have said that generally we will have the same thoughts every day. That's right. And so it takes some conscious effort on our part to look at something from a different uh, angle, from a different perspective, and, and then begin to live out of that new perspective. We have a couple of really wonderful neighbors and we have a neighbor that's aggravating. And, <laughs> and so when I see the aggravating neighbor, it's like, I begin the eye roll, like, oh my God, she's out there again. Right. And, and, you know, I can look at it from how aggravating she is, right. or I can look at it from the fact that she is an octogenarian who has a lot of energy, who is social, who takes care of her place and, and works on her garden. There and, you, go. you know, I can take either one of these perspectives. I mean, in a way, you know, I'm glad that she's not sick at, at home and, you know, needing a lot of support. She is a, a vigorous person who's out and about. You know, I think she's a big busybody. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> look at the other side of that. You know, That's at right. least she's vital and alive. And, right. and so I have to, I have to, monitor my own thoughts yes. when when I see her and decide if I'm going to be okay with her right. living next door and being alive on the planet or not. And, right. you know, most of the time I can shrug it off. And then there are times when I just get aggravated. So, so let me uh, blow my whistle and be coach Lee's with you for a second here. So I would, that same response came from one of my clients. I would say, wherever you go, there you are. Everything in your life is uh, put there to constantly expand you, grow you. So I often say the part of you that is frustrated with her or, you know, dislikes her or whatever, because she's vibrant, she's this, she does. um, Take a look at that because it's often a reflection of, Maybe, perhaps, not saying you, but perhaps there's a part of you that wishes you were more vibrant. So it's a dislike. You see, we, we dislike. When, when people frustrate us or we say, oh, we don't like them, it's a part of ourselves that we deny. Even if you see someone and you say, oh, they're being a jerk. Because I can be a jerk, too. So it's about taking a look sort of a mirror reflection, just, you know, pausing for a second and say, you know, is that a part of me I'm denying? It usually is. Usually. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because, you know, part of what aggravates me is her her perceived freedom to move around the neighborhood and talking with everybody. And, And I don't feel like I've got that kind of time. I got things to do. Uh, you know, I'm just not out there, you know, talking with everybody. And and so I can understand, you know, being upset about that when I look at my own life and I got a big to-do list. I got 10, 15 things I got to do. And she's right. out there, yap, yap, yap. And I went, 
you know, it'd be nice if I had that kind of time to just be out there yap, yap, yapping with people. Right, right. So, so it, oh, it, so there is a piece of you that's definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll own that. Self-reflection yeah. leads to self-awareness. There you go. Oh, and then hopefully like to some kind of constructive action. Again, yeah. I think I'm getting the formula here. I was crummy at algebra, but I can see this formula. It makes sense. <laughs> Lise Lansu is our guest this hour. Let us take our one and only break. And when we come back, we'll get into other ideas and inspirations, some of which, if you have a right, as in writing, right to the heart attitude, as does Lise Lansu, can help you figure out as much as you can of this one life you get to live in this body with your name, your personality during this time in history. That's where we're coming from today, plus Canadian bacon. Give us a couple of minutes and we'll be right back on Manson Mitchell here at Seattle's home of Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to mansonmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Manson Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Terry Loving wants to help you with your online marketing challenges right now. She has several courses she is giving away to help you get your business working for you online. Yes, giving away. WordPress websites are her specialty, yet her technical skills go way beyond that. Check out her blog at terryloving.com or email her directly at terry at terryloving.com. That's terry at terryloving.com. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome back listener favorite Jody Levon, the happy medium from Minneapolis, who will be taking your calls in the second half of the show. On Saturday, Bill Patridge, a spiritualist minister from Orlando, makes his Manson Mitchell debut with the fascinating story of his youth and his years with the National Spiritualist Association of Churches. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. Always in. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our guest this hour, Lise Lansu. Lise, if people want to find out more about your coaching and how that works and what do you do, where is the, how can they find you? Where's the best place? You mentioned Facebook, but what else is there? Yeah, Facebook is where I live. Um, You know, apart from getting up to golf or, you know, walking my dogs, um, I'm forever on Facebook. Um, I have never had a website. Apparently my team's telling me now I need one, but I've never needed one. I'm very blessed. Um, And it just became, I started writing on Facebook, communicating, and it just took off and I've been referral. So you can find me on Facebook. It's Lise Lansu, L-I-S-E-L-A-N-S-U-E. My phone number, you can call me too, 226 676-0087. And the other thing, you know, you once you get me on Facebook, I promise I answer everybody. And that's a tall order (laughs) in a given day for me. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of people. I'm very blessed. Any other social media that you're contemplating? Are you on the Twitter? I'm not on the Twitter. I'm not on anything. And here's the funniest part is that I own JKB Media Group and production, and I, I help clients all over with their marketing and their media. And yeah, I don't use any of those puppies. But oh, I, the, <laughs> the phrase that I remember is the shoemaker's children have no shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny that you're helping other people and then you don't have oh, that. That's, that's oh, kind yeah. of humorous. It is. It really is. All right. Um, well, people can get you through Facebook, Lise Lansu, yes. L-I-S-E-L-A-N-S-U-E. Best place, I guess, to find you. Yes, absolutely. Excellent. Thank you. Appreciate it. I saw Gordon Lightfoot live yes. in Anaheim, California in 1978. Nice. Suzanne and I saw Gordon Lightfoot together here in Sarasota at the Van Wezel Performing Arts Center Yes, beautiful. In 2017. Nice. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, and God bless him. He's still making it happen to see him in his virile youth, in his prime, and yes. then to see him there, an aged man who stood before the crowd and got a big chuckle when he said, Reports of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was absolutely fascinating to see him. His voice is pretty well shot, I have to say. Yes, there, yes. But the man, the meaning, the message, the Canadianness of him, which there involves a, a kind of rough and ready friendliness and openness to life. Yes. I thought that was just terrific. Oh yes, absolutely. And so, I mean, wow. Yeah, it was just an incredible experience. And the lady next to me, who was a woman of some years herself, I said, wow, I saw this guy back in 1978 in California. And she looked at me with a spry look and she said, <laughs> he still got it. <laughs> whoa, whoa, lassie she down. <laughs> she was crushing. That's way. right. Oh, yes. <laughs> So uh, there you be. But when I think about uh, if you could read my mind, which is a signature song of his, he's got a a few, but that's certainly one big hit in America as well. One of those billboard hot 100 types, you know? Yes. With that song, he seemed to be communicating. If you could read my mind, he had his private thoughts. The male of the species can be very introspective. My dad was sure that 
was that way a lot. He would smoke a pipe sitting at our breakfast bar until it was bedtime. Mom's yeah. watching TV. My brother and I are doing something else there. And he would just be there. And you could see that that cherry uh, ember of his lit pipe. And none of us knew what was going through his mind. My mom said, there are times I don't know what he's thinking about. That was his private world. Yes. You work with men. You advocate for men. And that leads me to ask you, Lise, what do you think of the paradigm? And I'm just calling it that really, it was a very marketable concept, but this idea of men are from Mars, women are from Venus. How about the idea that men are from earth and women are from earth? Yeah. And, and I love the famous saying, um, men are from earth and women are from earth. So deal with it <laughs> because you know, it, it really is. It's, People are different, you know, and and men, as you talked with about your father, uh, I really enjoy men's company for that very reason, because with women and Suzanne, you could probably attest to this. A lot of women, we're always in each other's business. Right. Whereas men really have this respect for autonomy. Like, you know, this is your, you know, you be you, I'll be me and we can be separate. We don't have to get up in each other's minds. Would you agree, Suzanne, that women uh, tend to do that? <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I'd have okay. to think about that. Okay. And, and, and Gary, what do you think? I tend to be pragmatic by nature. Yes. Now, I realize that there is the female principle and the male principle, but for a long, long time, I have noticed and more or less internalized the idea that nobody is straight up masculine. Oh, nobody no. is straight exactly. up feminine. Yes. And that can be a gender swap. I mean, there's some gender bending oh, that yeah, goes absolutely. on. I mean, we, we keep adding letters, LGBTQXYZ. Exactly. No, yeah. With all of this going on, it's yeah. important to be sensitive to nuance. But I find that uh, some of the most masculine men I know have the tenderest hearts. Yes. And I know women who are wonderful wives and mothers, and in the yes. business world, they are tough as nails. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, to, I love nuance. I love yeah. treating individuals as individuals. That's it. Absolutely. And, and I, okay, go ahead. How Sorry. does it work with your coaching, Lise, when you're working with couples and you're working with masculine and feminine energies? How does that work in your coaching business? I, I absolutely love it. Um, and, I, and I sort of like what was just said earlier about, you know, we have to be clear on it. Um, you know, that takes a while for the conversation to evolve. But yes, absolutely. Males have a feminine side and females have a, fe you know, male side. And we obviously merge and that's really healthy. Um, you know, the ultimate whole person will adopt all those things and apply them in their own life as well as in relationships. But with couples, I think a lot of couples, um, again, have a, have a I, you know, sort of adopted an identity from when they were young, and they're not even really sure who their real identity is. Like, how do I function in a relationship? You know, why do relationships continuously fail for me? You know, or our problem, yeah, there's always a problem or, you know, whatever. Um, I think it's because first they need to identify how they come into the relationship with what energy are they coming with, if that makes any sense. 
No, that makes perfect sense to me. I was actually making a note about that. Um, you know, when you're saying not sure of their real identity, I don't get that you're talking necessarily about a sexual identity. Right. It, it may be an energetic identity. There you go. Right. Uh, so that when they're coming into the relationship, what, what are they leading with? Right. And then, and then also what are the couples al allowed given right. their backgrounds to, to play out in their exactly. relationship? And, and I, and I think of my relationship with Gary where, um, you know, I started wearing pink more nice. when I was with him. It's like my feminine side got full rain wow. and, and my yes. clothes became kind of pink. And, and yes. so he's blue and I'm pink and we're, we're good that way. And then over the years, and, and this is, you know, we're 20 years together now. That's and beautiful. over that time, he is um, free to have his more feminine energy come out without being attacked for that and, yes. and I have I can bring out my male energy and he doesn't attack me for that and, Beautiful. And, and, and so I think that's that's part of uh you know a, a mature relationship there you go because I think there there must be points in time where the other person is not acting the way we think they should be <laughs> and that, that's part of that programming that goes on early on. Yes. And, and so is that a lot of what you're working with is, or is early years programming? It, I don't necessarily do that. And that's how I know Adam, Dr. Adam Shack, giving her a shout out, great friend as well. Um, I co-create co with them. So um, early programming, he's a psychologist that belongs to him. I'm the coach. So basically... I work with, if someone has done the work, say with Dr. Shep, and then they come to me and they say, okay, now what do I do with this healing, right? Now that I'm clear, how do I do it? So basically I'm working with individuals. So first someone will say, um, I've been single now, you know, I've been on my own after a divorce for X amount of time. Um, I'm ready to date. However, I want to make sure I don't fall into those old programs, right? And do whatever. So I just keep people on, on track and, you know, like a coach does, you know, think about it this way. Um, you know, I love sports as you guys, you know, discussed earlier on the show, but um, so I understand the principle of coaching. People come to me, they, they are already gifted, wonderful individuals, you see, and all I do is I remind them, you know, get up, like, you know, and show me your best feature. That's why you're on the team called life, you know, get up and, and, you know, why have you let this go in your training of your mind or why have you let this go in your relationship? So it's the same principle. I basically just blow the whistle and, and I just ask them to get accountability. And, and you said something interesting about, you know, um, we, we want pe you know, people in relationships to, you know, do as we say, or, you know, why aren't they doing it this way or so on and so forth. I have a huge principle and it's not mine. 
Um, and it's a wonderful principle. And, and I use it for my own self. It's very, very easy to go into that pattern, which is there's three kinds of business. So whose business are you in? Your business? His business? Or God's business? You know, or the universe business? Like there's a bigger thing at play as well. And, and I think when we get those things in order, you can show up. And I love that you said energy, because that's the first thing I look at. And as you spoke of, uh, Gary, that, you know, knowing a mother who's out there and she's tough as nail in business and so on and so forth. You know, it's right. It's not because masculine feminine, but it's a masculine energy. Now, what I tell a lot of women that have issues with their, their men at home is perhaps you're bringing your masculine rough energy, you know, when you're, when you're a boss, I am, you know, you tend to delegate, like not delegate, um, dictate versus when you're in a relationship, you say, please, and thank you. And so on and so forth or should. So I think a lot of women might come home and put that on their partner, on a male and, and males don't take very, very good to that kind of push me around and talk to me. So um, again, it's it's not about you change. It's the energy. I love how you said that, Susan. It's the energy of people we can pick up on all the time. And and it, well, you've been together twenty years. You don't probably even have to to say anything, and you guys know when something's going on with your partner. Would you agree? Oh, we read each other's <laughs> minds subconsciously just this morning. Well, now, now we're getting to, here's an honest revelation. Yeah, I uh, love this. I woke up this morning, and yes. this is weird. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, I wouldn't mind getting one of these colon cleanse products because I just think that it's, it's good to take care of your innards there. <laughs> and we had this stuff on the, in our uh, kitchen there on one yeah. of the shelves. And I said, there's some of that left. I ought to try that because I mean, it's not, it's much better to, to do that than some of the, you know, really big colonic yeah, things that can yeah. be expensive as well as uh, inconvenient. So I come out to the kitchen and I'm getting a cup of coffee and I said, wow, that's, that's incredible. What's that canister of colon cleanse doing on our counter? It's the first time I've seen that in years on the kitchen countertop, I knew it was up on the shelf. And she said, well, I thought this morning, you know, this stuff is old and it smells okay, but it looks a little discolored there. And I'm thinking maybe it's no good. So I was going to go ahead and throw it out. And I said, don't do that. I'm planning on using it. And that all happened in the space of like an hour and a half this morning. Oh, so you guys have some beautiful synergy. It that's is telepathic. Wonderful. Yes, we do. <laughs> no, that's, that is actually, and that's what I encourage couples to do. So that's a really good sign, actually, because remember where I started earlier, and I said mirror, mirror on the wall with our relationships. So you have a synergy that's wonderful because, yeah, you're basically reading each other on the same path. Yeah, that's we do beautiful. Read each other's minds. My only Absolutely. other conclusion is that consciousness is centered in the colon, and I don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, the, the other note that I made here, Lise, is, and you used the word accountable, and I had made that note earlier. Um, in thinking about coaching, like what can a coach do for me? I think that it is good to be accountable to somebody. 
And I know when I go about my things that I'm doing, uh, I report back to certain people. Um, I I am one of the officers of our homeowners association. And so I report back to the president of this association. This is what I've done. This is what's occurred. This is what I'm working on. You know, I, I report um, much more personal things to my best friend. I report a lot of things to Gary. And, and I think that um, having a coach is a more objective person that can keep you on the path that you say you want to be on, but you're going to let yourself off. You know, I'm not going to be so accountable to myself. I'm going to just let that slide. I don't need to walk today. I don't need to exercise today. I'll just take a day off. But when you get a coach, that's your support system that is keeping you doing the things that you need to be accountable for to to go in the direction you say you want to go. And it's not only your own self, but again, it's it's who you associate with. You they you have certain patterns with them. So they're they're in the same pattern with you. Okay. So it, it's a coach isn't in patterns with you. you right. See? Yes. So that, that's a powerful thing as well. So you often hear, you know, people, couples in conflict and, and they always say, you know, well, my, my spouse won't come or so on. And, and I say, no, they won't right now, but they, they most probably will once they see a change in you. And the whole relationship changes just because one person changed, readapted, got their self clear. And, yes. and that's the great part about coaching. It's that clarity. Again, it's, you know, why, why, why am I choosing? Why? And, and people don't realize, are you sabotaging your life? Lots of people do. It's all, it's a lot of, you know, subconscious stuff that goes on. So it's about being present in your own self. And when you're present in your own self, then you're present with those around you, your environment, your, and, and that's where the peace and the joy, like people say, you're always so happy or you're grounded. You're this, you're, that's why, because once you are making sense, like really grounded in, this is really, it's not about what he or she thinks. This is what I feel. I think I believe, and I'm going to, and then you let other people think, feel and believe and actually see their their relationship with you happening as a really great gift whether it's good or bad because they yes you know whether it's good or bad is exactly right and um boy i've told this story a million times but uh one one mother's day our minister said you got the perfect mother because if she's loving and wonderful, you want to be just like her. And if yes. she's a, a mean, icky person, you want to be the opposite of her. That's it. And, and so, yeah. So no matter what the relationship is, it still serves you. It does. And, you know, it's when people say to me, couples, because you're talking couples earlier, um, well, how do we stop fighting? You stop fighting. That's it. You just stop it. And well, they won't stop, but then you stop. 
you can't fight with anyone. I don't know about you. I, I wouldn't continue fighting with somebody who wasn't engaging, would you? <laughs> no. No, and and we are learning, even 20 years in, we are learning that earlier this week, and this was a very minor episode there, but there was something upon which Suzanne and I disagreed. We just thought differently. And again, this is in the morning, we're gathering, we're turning on the news, yada, yada. And there, and I said something, and then Suzanne said something diametrically opposite, but it was such a minor matter. I said, you know what? I don't want to start our day that way. I'm going to come over and give you a kiss. And I gave her a kiss on her left temple, which is the first place I ever kissed her. Oh, and, beautiful. Uh, man, you want to dissolve an argument, that's what you do. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't recommend this if you have an argument going with your boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it works under our roof. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> it's wonderful that you have this kind of exuberant attitude toward life coaching there are a lot of people who are hurting and i think even more and maybe it's somewhat joined but a lot of people spend much of their day feeling confused yes where do i go from here is a central question for many yes and you're there to help out to get to the core of it and you know what again it i i believe you know it's it's just an awakening of what you what's already in there you know i often say it's you know, I love popcorn. So you know, the popcorn when you put it in the microwave, and then pop, pop, pop. Like just add some some heat to it, and do you know? And then suddenly, wow, it's abundantly more than I even knew was inside. And that's what I believe we are as human beings. We're like the bag of popcorn, and and pop every day. Like it's it's expansive. It's like huge. There's no end to to what we can be become. And, and, you know, here's a, something I, I swear by. We're the only creature on earth that all, if we want to make a change, it's one second. We don't have to go in a cocoon. We don't have to go and, you know, hide out somewhere until, you know, we get it. We just make one single thought different and we can change our whole life. We have to go, Lise Lansu. Great words to end this hour on. We would love to have you back. Let's talk soon. Blessings to you and have a great weekend. We will will do this again. Thank you, Lise. Excellent. Thank you very much, guys. Bonjour. Jupiter Rising coming up next, everyone. Have a great weekend. 